Reading Shriman Bhagavatam 4 to 2831. Ekasya Bhavatesham Eka Ekasya of which one Bhavat they became Tesham of them Rajan O King Adbutam ten million Adbutam ten million Bokshayate is ruled yet whose Vamsadharei by the descendants Mahi the whole world Manu Antaram up to the end of one Manu Param and afterward Translation My dear King Prachinabhai said the sons of Malaya Dwaja gave birth to many thousands and thousands of sons and all of them have been protecting the entire world up to the end of one Manu's lifespan and even afterward Please repeat, my dear king, Prachinabhai son, the sons of Malaya Dwaja gave birth to many thousands and thousands of sons. And all of them, this have been protecting the entire world up to the end of one's Manu lifespan and even afterward. Purport by Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shla There are fourteen Manus in one day of Brahma, a Manvantara, a Manvantara, the lifespan of one Manu is given as 71 multiplied by 4.32 million years. After one such Manu passes on, Another Manu begins his lifespan, and this way the life cycle of the universe is going on. As one Manu follows another, the cult of Krishna consciousness is imparted as confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita for one. Sri Bhagavan Vacha Imam Vivasvate Yogam Proktavan Ahamavyayam Vivasvan Manave Praha Manur Isvakave Pravit. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, I instructed this imperishable science of yoga to the Sun God, Vivasvan, and Vivasvan instructed to Manu, the father of mankind, and Manu in turn instructed to Isvaku. Vivasvan, the Sun God, imparted Bhagavad Gita to one Manu, and this Manu imparted to his son, who imparted to another Manu. In this way, the propagation of Krishna consciousness is never stopped. No one should think that this Krishna conscious movement is a new movement, as confirmed by Bhagavad Gita and Sriman Bhagavatam. It is very, very old movement, for it has been passing down from one Manu to another. Among the Vaishnavas, there may be some difference of opinion to due to everyone's personal identity, but despite all personal differences, the cult of Krishna consciousness must go on. 
we can see that under the instruction of Śrīla Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Śrīla Bhakti Siddhānta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj became preaching, began preaching the Krishna conscious movement in an organized way within the past hundred years. The disciples of Śrīla Bhakti Siddhānta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj are all God brothers and although there are some difference of opinion, although we are not com- acting conjointly, every one of us spreading to this Krishna conscious movement according to his own capacity and producing many disciples to spread it all over the world. As far as we are concerned, we have already started the International Society for Krishna Consciousness and many thousands of Europeans and Americans have joined this movement and it is spreading like wildfire. The cult of Krishna Consciousness based on the nine principles of devotional service Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu Smaranam, Padasevanam, Archanam, Vandanam, Dashyam, Sakyam, Atmani, Vedanam will never be stopped. It will go on without distinction of caste, creed, colour or country. No one can check it. The word Bhokchayate is very important in this verse. Just as a king gives protection to his citizen, this devotee is following the principles of devotional service, will give protection to all the people of the world. The people of the world are very much harassed by the so-called religious principles, swamis, yogis and karmis and jnanis, but none of this can show the right way to become elevated to the spiritual platform. There are primarily four parties spreading devotional service all over the universe. These are the Ramanuja Sampradaya, Mathu Sampradaya, Vishnu Swami Sampradaya and Nimbaka. The Madhu Gaudiya Sampradaya in particular come from Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. All these devotees are spreading this Krishna conscious movement very widely and giving protection to the innocent people who have been so much embarrassed by the pseudo-avatar, swamis, yogis and others. Oma Gyanati Mirandasya Gyananam Gyana Shulaka Jakshodan Militam Yanadasme Shri Guru Enamaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bistam Satvitam Yanabutale Swayam Rupa Gadamam Vedati Swaparandikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Utapadakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavam Chu Sri Rupam Sakajatam Sagana Raghunatham Vitam Tam Sajim Shatvitam Shavadutam Parajanam Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Vadam Sagana Lalita Sri Vishagan Vitam E Krishna Garuna Sindhu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Gopisha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Kapta Kanchna Gorangi Radevandavaneshwari Rishavanu Sutta Devi Pranamami Hare Pri Vancha Kalpataru Bhyascha Kripa Sindhu Vevacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyomai Bhyonamo Namaram Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasnaya Bhutalai Srimati Bhakti Vedanta Samiti Naminen Namaste Saraswati Deve Goravani Pacharinen 
निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पश्चाद्यादेशधारिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्रीअदाधार शिवा श्री गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे So, thank you for coming in. Joining us for Sunday program. Jai. So, here the uh, the children of What is the other thing on the side there? How do we get that out? So we have got this Everybody knows they are about Brahma has what what is the life of Brahma? So Brahma, Brahma has got lifespan of hundred years of his life. 
Uh, his life is equal to this is the life of Lord Brahma for those not knowing even possess the lifespan of Brahma supreme lifespan of I mean, what is this 311 what is that trillion is it huh? 40 billion years that the life of Lord 311, even if you can say 300, don't say even 311 years, you are quite good already, is it not? Yeah. So you see, Brahma's life is 100 years, our time is 311 billion, I mean trillion, uh, 40 billion years, and of which he has already finished half of it already. Yeah. And here, seventy-one Divya Yogas constitute one Manvantara. There are fourteen Manvantaras in one day of Brahma. So one day of Brahma, this three hundred and eleven trillion years is his full lifespan. But this is one day has got fourteen Manus. A Manvantara is a period controlled by one Manu. The reign of one of fourteen Manus equals the length of one day, twelve hours in the life of Brahma, and the night of Brahma is of the same duration. These calculations are given in an authentic astronomy book known as Surya Siddhanta, an anointed Bengali translation of the book is compiled by the great professor of astronomy and later mathematics. Bhimal Prashadat, later known as Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Goswami, who was our merciful spiritual master. He was honored with the title Siddhanta Saraswati for translating the Surya Siddhanta and the title Goswami Maharaj was added when he accepted the sannyas as a renowned order of life. The present Manu, who is seventh, is called Vaivasta, the son of Vivasavan. 27 Divya Yugas, 27 times 4, 3.32 million years of his age have now passed. So they live for a cycle of 71 times by 4.32 million years, of which 27 has passed. So now he is on his 28th cycle. Uh, you see how this whole thing is calculated. It's not some uh, 1920 to, to 2020. <laughs> you see how wide is the span. Uh? The names of the Manu is also given. It is not some whimsical. See? 
स्वयंभुवा स्वरोचिषा उत्तमा तमाशा रायवता चक्षुषा वैवस्ता स्वरणी दक्ष स्वरणी ब्राह्म स्वरणी धर्मस्वरणी रुद्रपुत्र रुद्र सावरणी रावच्या और देव सावरणी एंड बाउत्या का और इंद्र सावरणी At the end of Dwapara Yoga, the 28th Divya Yoga, Lord Krishna appeared on earth with full paraphernalia for his eternal Virajadam pastimes. Hmm? So, this is So you see how the uh, the calculation is for the Brahma's uh, you know period of time, and similarly, Prabhupada said in this purport. So here Prabhupada is saying in the purport the, the uh, descendants of Prachina Bhaisad and they <coughs> went on preaching. So this science of Krishna consciousness is not something new. It is coming from time immemorial as Krishna says that I come down for three purposes, right? He comes for one, So the Lord comes for this purpose Paritnaya sadhunam vinasacha duskritam dharma samstapanartaya sambhavami yuge yuge So he comes for these three purposes, to deliver the pious, to annihilate the miscreant, as well as to re-establish the principles of religion. I myself appear millennium after millennium. So this science is not just that Prabhupada went to America and started a new movement. It is not like that. These teachings have been going on from time immemorial. And that is confirmed here by Krishna himself when he spoke this verse.
So in this verse you see, Sa evyam mayate dhya yoga prokta, this word puratanaha. When you see this word puratanaha, means it is very, very old. Understand? I think in India they also have this Purana Delhi, you know? Yeah? If you go to Delhi, they have two Delhis. One is the old Delhi and then a new Delhi. So the old Delhi they call the old Delhi Purana Delhi, correct? A Purana means in Sanskrit language also the same. It means it's old. So here you see, sa evyam mayate dhyā yoga prokta puratanaha, something which is old. So what Krishna is saying, uh, this very ancient science of relationship with the Supreme is today told by me to you because you are my devotee, as well as my friend and therefore can understand this transcendent mystery of the science. So this is not something new. And Prabhupada is saying also in the purport, it is not new. We have not started a new movement. You understand? Our Hare Krishna movement is not new. It is an old movement. The Puratana, the ancient. Ancient means what? What does ancient mean? Huh? Very what? Ancient, old. Right? So this knowledge is not something new. It is coming down since uh, parampara after parampara, it's coming like this. Uh, and it is spread by uh, the disciplic chain. Not, not by any other means. It is spread from spiritual master to Disciple to uh, like that, it goes, branches, you know. Just like now you all are, we all are disciples of Prabhupada, correct? So the movement, if you trace back, it starts by his spiritual master. His spiritual master, Bhaktisiddhanta, he also organized like how Prabhupada did for the whole world, but he did it mostly in India. He had 64 branches and they were called Godemath, you know. So this Godemath, they spread in an organized way the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So if you trace back, the Lord came 500 years ago as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to give the same signs. Because as the Kali Yuga becomes degraded, uh, people have lost interest in spiritual discipline. You understand? This is why I explain in this purport that they are misguided. Uh, here, the sons of Prachinabhai, they save everybody. So, in other words, uh, we need an authorized person to help us. We cannot just go and learn something from anybody and everybody. That is not the method. You understand? That is not the system. Somebody wears some yellow cloth, okay, please come to my house and please give me some instruction. It's not like, huh? 
Very common in India, so many guys are running around with cloth yellow, I mean saffron. Eh? Correct? Have you seen that? They are smoking some dum. What is that called? Ganja. 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 All taking this ganja, of course they are not getting caught. If you sadhu you take, you escape. But if you are not sadhu, you are movie star, you take, you got trouble. Understand? So, in this way, this thing is going on. Anybody and everybody, this is explained here. Hmm? What is this? 18 months. In this Bhagavad Gita, Prabhupada is explaining the same point. 18. He says here, 1840 or? 32. 32, huh? Actually, the one is the original book, there is no purpose. Original book, there is no purpose? Really? Man in ignorance this is a point Prabhupada is making. Uh, firstly, intelligence in the mode of ignorance is always working the opposite of the way it should. It accepts religions which are not actually religion and reject actual religion. Man in ignorance understands a great soul to be a common man and accept a common man as a great soul. This is going on. Correct? Anyone put one title called Baba, next moment he becomes God. In India, this is a big... <laughs> ah, Baba, everybody is worshipping this, what? Yes, he is more popular than anybody else. Ah? Correct? Yes or not? In India, you do not say for one month, income Baba. Oh yeah, and then everybody will fall at your feet. I think it's a good business, please. I keep your hair, but don't shave. Right? So you see how people are foolish. They don't know, and these Babas, These Babas, this is actually what happens to the person who is misguided. Sometimes to mitigate distress in this forest of material world, the conditioned soul receives chief blessing from atheists. It then loses all intelligence in the association. This is exactly like jumping in a shallow river. As a result, one simply breaks his head. He is not able to mitigate his suffering from the heat and in both ways he suffers. The misguided conditioned soul who approach so-called sadhus and swami who preach against the principle of the Vedas, he does not receive benefit from them, either in the present or in the future. This is going on? Yes? He is receiving guidance from so-called misguided swamis? Right? They cannot help him. It is like jumping in the shallow, what? 
Only you break your head, Prabhupada said. <laughs> right? You you jump in the shallow river. Anyway, fool. Correct? Purpose. Cheaters are always there to manufacture their own way of spiritual realization. This is a fact. Huh? You go in, you go to outside, you see, some guy will stand on one leg, some guy will stand on his tail, some guy, every kind of thing they will have. Right? And they say this is what? Now dog yoga, goat yoga. So kind of crazy thing they start. Huh? Some some do yoga with beer bottle. I said, what has all this got to do? Huh? Gun, eh? don't pull the trigger, that's all. I mean, see how much this whole thing is going, what direction is going. Correct? That's why Prabhupada said, cheaters are always there to manufacture their own way of spiritual realization. To get some material benefit, this conditioned soul approach these pseudo sannyasis and yogis for cheap blessing. They want what? Cheap and quick blessing. But he does not receive any benefit from them, either spiritual or material. In this age, there are many cheaters who show some jugglery and magic. They even create gold to amaze their followers. He passed away already, this gold Baba. Right? Yeah, he's, he says he's God and God passes away. <laughs> Uh, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, I will never die. And this God is dying. He got cardiac arrest. <laughs> he died of cardiac arrest. He died of cardiac arrest. Just see the place where God is staying in the heart. <laughs> the place where God stays is in the heart. Krishna says, I am staying in the and he got cardiac arrest there. <laughs> How does it make sense? <laughs> See, this is a sign of someone who is cheater. Understand? Anybody can get cardiac arrest. Yeah, but Krishna doesn't have Krishna doesn't have a cardiac arrest. Krishna gives cardiac arrest. He doesn't have cardiac arrest. You understand? There's a difference. You have to know. That's why he says. You must know who is the cheater and who is the original person. They create, see, and the followers accept them as God. This is the problem. Ah, this is how it is going. This type of cheating is very prominent in Kali Yuga. Viswanath Chakravarti Tagore described the real Guru in this way. Samsara Dhava Nalalita Loka Tranaya Karuna Gana Ganatvam Praktasya Kalyana Gunana Vasya Vande Guru Sri Charanaravindam. One should approach a Guru who can extinguish, extinguish the blazing fire of material world. That is the idea of a Guru. He can what? Solve your material problem, the struggle of existence. People want to be cheated, therefore they go to these yogis and swamis who play tricks, but tricks do not mitigate their miseries. Huh? of material life. 
if been able to manifest goal is the criteria for becoming god then why not accept krishna the proprietor of the entire universe wherein there are countless tons of gold makes sense if someone give you some little necklace gold he is become god so what about the person who created origin of gold huh? as mentioned before the color of gold is compared to will of the witch or yellow stool and therefore one should not be allured by gold manufacturing gurus but should sincerely approach a devotee like jada bharat jada bharat instructed raghunanda maharaj so well that the king was relieved from the bodily conception one cannot become happy by accepting a false guru a guru should be accepted as advice in the shrimad bhagavatam 11321 tasmat guru prapadyeta jigyasu shreya uttamam one should approach a bona fide guru to inquire about the highest benefit of life such a guru is described as follows sabde parecha nisnantam such guru does not manufacture gold or juggle words is well versed in the conclusion of the vedic knowledge vedesha sarve aham eva vidya is free from all material contamination and is fully engaged in krishna's service if one is able to obtain the das of the lotus feet of such a guru his life becomes successful otherwise he is baffled both in this life and in the next just see so the the thing is that there are too many cheaters in the market you know and so if a person approaches he doesn't know like if you want to buy uh, let's say gold and uh, you want to buy gold someone bring you to a coffee shop to buy gold eh? does it make any sense you want to buy gold you must go to the goldsmith correct yes and if you want to buy gold in a coffee shop what you will get as proper say yellow stool understand so this is uh, you know we cannot be uh, we, we cannot play what is the word naivety right you cannot be naive you know think oh no no you know you don't know you say i don't know you talk to somebody you please don't do this things following this crazy swami no 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 you don't know uh, we don't know you know is that's the statement you know if i when i went to him all my problems solved well, what was the problem that solved then he asked him before you before he said that he said i got so many problems and then when he said about his guru his problem is solved how is it possible yeah you understand just like a dying man you ask him how are you i'm fine he's going to die what is saying i'm fine you understand this is this mentality of a person who is dearranged doesn't know what is right what is wrong because to know what is right what is wrong you need guidance from a authorized huh, personality you know let me go to i am going to discuss still this thing further you know this is very important to know this point you know this is not something that we take uh, very lightly you know
The personal weapon used by Lord Krishna, the dish, is called Hari Chakra. The dish of Hari. This chakra is the wheel of time. It expands from the beginning of the atoms up to the time of Brahma's death. It controls all activities. It is always revolving and spending the lives of living entities from Brahma down to an insignificant blade of grass. Thus one changes from infancy to childhood to youth and maturity and thus one approaches the end of life. It is impossible to check this wheel of time. This wheel is very exacting because it is the personal weapon of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sometimes the conditioned soul, fearing the approach of that, wants to worship someone who can save him from imminent danger. Yet he does not care for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, <coughs> whose weapon is <coughs> indefectible time factor. The conditioned soul instead takes shelter of man-made gods. Take shelter of who? The man-made gods. Just now we, we, we read in the Bhagavad Gita, Prabhupada said, those who are in ignorance, they don't know. They make, they think God is a man and what? Yeah, ordinary man is God. Is it that? So they take shelter of this is very common in India, very, very big problem, you know. Correct? There's so many, you, so many Babas, they are all on the altar, no place. There's no place in the altar for these Babas, you know, so many. Right? Huh? Anyone, you have wife, who is this? You go to their house, you say, who is this? Oh, he's the Baba. Say, who is this? He's also another Baba. How many Babas? And yet you have so many problems. See? You're taking shelter of these Babas and you have so many problems. Right? Such gods are like buzzard. What is this buzzard? Ah, conditioned soul instead of instead take shelter of man-made God described in unauthorized scriptures. Where is the scripture anyway? Oh yeah. Big? What's inside? What's inside this book? All the pastimes of this Alibaba. I was, I, I always describe this incident, you know, I was preaching to one guy from this Baba camp. And he says, you know, you don't know, I brought my, he said one story, his friend brought his mother to see the Baba. And the mother was dying of some cancer. And then Baba told him, you know, I can cure your mother, but if I cure her, she has to come back next life again. And she have to suffer. So better let us suffer this life and go. You see how Baba is so merciful. He told me this story. What do you think of this story? You think, wow, this is Baba is so great, so merciful. What do you think? What do you think? I told him, you are a fool. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> I think you are a fool. 
this baba is cheating you you don't know why you don't know because you know and you don't know nothing about bhagavad gita that's the problem krishna says in the bhagavad gita you come to me i will deliver you from all sins and this god is saying that never mind let him suffer and die in next life you what kind of nonsense is this guy talking this is the problem because you don't read the uh, original work of a proper guru so otherwise you think like this oh baba is so merciful yeah my mother is sick anyway she is going to die let her die you know why she has to come back again and suffering and all this thing you understand this common what do you call that huh compassion but if you know scripture krishna say you come to me i will deliver what is that verse sarva dharma parityaja sarva dharma parityaja ma let's show we will come back to this huh in this verse krishna says abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me i shall deliver you from all sinful reaction what is this word you huh and this god is saying don't worry i can take but next line you have to sub- where where is such a statement from there you understand that's why you are a fool you are a fool listening to this guy fool you were shocked of course what i said <laughs> i didn't care you know i just want to you know wake him up that my you know so therefore we should not be uh, we should know what is right what is wrong based on the authorized authorized eh uh, not unauthorized eh uh, unauthorized people they cannot help that's why i say unauthorized scriptures is the this word is very important unauthorized scriptures the scriptures must be authorized what are the authorized scriptures huh what are the authorized scriptures the vedas huh vedas read the verse huh the itihasas like mahabharata and ramayana then you have the puranas they are 18 puranas six in the mode of goodness six in the mode of passion and six in the mode of ignorance and then you have the sub sub puranas also 32 upa puranas and then you have what huh Upanishad Upanishad Yes but basically you have the Shastra the Vedas you have the Puranas huh what is that was <coughs> Brahma Rudrai was that and then you have no you also have the uh, Pancharatra the 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 that is called tantric uh, tant mantra and tantra tantra means the scriptures like uh, pa- narada pancharatkutriti and then gautamya something one more there's two so these are all 
teaching us how to perform you know proper first we have to get knowledge knowledge is essential that's why when you go to a personality guru uh, he gives you knowledge he tells he teaches the scripture he doesn't speak his crazy mind he doesn't do that he explains the shastra you understand that's why knowledge is very important krishna also said in the bhagavad gita you must get this knowledge yes yes and no hmm? we will finish this first uh, such gods are like buzzards what is this buzzard one word crazy bird Huh? And a vulture, talking vulture. What? It's a vulture, like. Vulture. vulture. Oh, it's a vulture. Big one. Big vulture. Where is it from? India. Turkey. Huh? Turkey. Turkey. Only in Turkey. Buzzards, vultures, of course, vultures, you know, herons and crows. All these, uh, they, they, such gods are like this kind of character, crows. Huh? Heron, vulture. I mean, these birds are eating what? Dead bodies. Correct? This crow, they they are found where? In garbage dumps. Correct? Yes. And such gods are like this. I mean, you can imagine. Vedic scriptures do not refer to them. I mean, the sastras. they don't refer to this this kind of characters imminent death is like the attack of a lion and neither vultures buzzards crows nor heron can save one from such an attack one who takes shelter of unauthorized man made god cannot be safe from the clutches of death you understand this point if you take shelter of this unauthorized god he cannot be saved from the clutches of death that that the unauthorized god himself had a cardiac arrest and died huh if unauthorized god died of cardiac arrest then what about you saving you huh can you imagine they say he is god and he can cure you but he got started hospitals So if we can cure you, why you need a hospital? Does it make any sense? You understand? So in this way, you see the cheating is going on. This is why we have to know. Huh? The authorized spiritual master, he can save you from death. Understand? This explain. I think we go to the purport. <coughs> It is stated. Harim vina naiva mrittim taranti. No one can save himself from the cruel hands of death without being favored by Hari, the supreme personality of Godhead. In the Bhagavad Gita, in the Bhagavad Gita, <coughs> it is stated, "My eva e prapadyante, my amethan taranti te." Seven fourteen. Whoever fully surrenders on to krishna can be saved from the cruel hands of material nature the conditioned soul hmm however sometime want to take shelter of a demigod man made god pseudo incarnation or bogus swami or yogi 
all these cheaters can claim to follow religious principles and all these have become very popular in this age of Kali. There are many Pashandis who, without referring to the Shastras, post themselves as incarnation and foolish people follow them. Krishna, the Supreme Personality of God, has left behind him the Srimad Bhagavatam and the Bhagavad Gita. Not referring to this authorized scripture, rascals take shelter of man-made scriptures and try to compete with Lord Krishna. This is the greatest difficulty one encounters when trying to promote spiritual consciousness in human society. The Krishna conscious movement is trying its best to bring people back to Krishna consciousness in its pure form. But these Pashandis and atheists who are cheaters, who are so numerous that sometimes we become perplexed and wonder how to push this movement forward. In any case, we cannot accept the unauthorized ways of so-called incarnation of God, cheaters and bluffers, who are described here as crows, vultures, buzzards and herons. Understand? We cannot accept this. The pseudo-swamis, yogis and incarnation who do not believe in the Supreme Personality of Godhead are known as Pashandis, atheism. They themselves are fallen and cheated because they do not know the real path of spiritual advancement. And whoever goes to them is certainly cheated in his turn. When one is thus cheated, he sometimes takes shelter of the real followers of Vedic principles, Brahmanas or those in Krishna consciousness, who teach everyone how to worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead, according to the Vedic ritual. However, being unable to stick to this principle, these rascals again fall down. Very common in our Hare Krishna movement. As Prabhupada says, so many come and so many also go. See? Uh, again, these rascals again fall down and take shelter among sudras who are very expert in making arrangements for sex, indulgence. Sex is very prominent among animals like monkeys and such people are enlivened by sex, uh, may be called descendants of monkeys. You understand? See, monkeys are, you know, having dozens of uh, female companions. By fulfilling the process of evolution from the aquatics to animal platform, a living entity eventually reaches the human form. These three modes of mental nature are always working in evolutionary process. Those who come to the human form through the quality of sattva gun were cows in their last animal incarnation. Those who come to the human form to the quality of Rajagun were lions in the last animal incarnation. And those who come to the human form through the quality of Tamagun were monkeys in their last animal incarnation. In this age, those who come through the monkey species are considered by modern anthropologists like Darwin to be descendants of monkeys. <laughs> We receive information here in that those who are simply interested in sex are actually no better than monkeys. Monkeys are very expert in sexual enjoyment and sometimes sex glands are taken from monkeys and placed in human body so that the human being can enjoy sex in old age. 
In this way, modern civilization has advanced. Many monkeys in India were caught and sent to Europe so that their sex glands could be served as a replacement for, this, for those of old people. Those who are actually descendants from the monkeys are interested in expanding their aristocratic families through sex. In the Vedas, there are also certain ceremonies specially meant for sexual improvement and promotion to a higher planetary system where the demigods are enjoying sex. The demigods are also very much inclined towards sex because that is their basic principle of material enjoyment. First of all, the conditioned soul is cheated by so-called swamis, yogis and incarnation. When he approached them to be relieved of material miseries, when the conditioned soul is not satisfied with them, he comes to, he becomes to he comes to the devotees and pure brahmanas who try to elevate him from final liberation, from material bondage. However, the unscrupulous conditioned soul cannot rigidly follow the principle prohibiting illicit sex, intoxication, gambling and meeting, meat-eating. Thus, he falls down and takes shelter of people who are like monkeys. In Krishna conscious movement, this monkey disciple, being unable to follow the strict regulated principles, sometimes fall down and try to form societies based on sex. This is the proof that such people are descendants of monkeys as confirmed by Darwin. In this verse, it is therefore clearly said, Yata Vanera Jate Hey. Very clear. Vanera means monkeys. Jata means birth. So, people who are in this kind of category, you can see they are always influenced by sex. And you can see the Indian jail is not short of, you know, space for all these people. Many of these swamis are now, what is that? They are all now uh, languishing in this jail. You know, this Baba, that Baba, all inside Indian jails. What is the reason they are there? They caught having sex with some women. Yeah? So that means that they all are descendants of monkeys. You understand? So this is the problem. If we try to go to this unauthorized man-made gods, then the, con the consequence is we are cheated. So but again, there is another class of People who come to the original, genuine, and because they are not having some purification, they cannot follow very strictly, you know, they put up a show. In other words, they are duplicious. Duplicious. They come to act, and that's called Pakrta Bhakta. A Pakrta Bhakta means that they want to get their material benefits. So they come. So when they get their material benefit, uh, satisfied, immediately they go back to their old ways again. You understand? So this kind of devotees, uh, of course I have seen in my career, uh, so many of them come, and once they get their thing satisfied, immediately they hang the beat back. That's it, no more. Understand? So they have this kind of a, a desire, material desires. So that kind of consciousness, they cannot stay long, you know, so the genuine movement. Again they go back to their old ways and again they go and do all their nonsense because they want to enjoy their senses. See? 
So to come to Krishna consciousness and to stay in Krishna consciousness, it is a big challenge. That's why the meek and humble inherit the kingdom of God, it says. In other words, we have to become sincere. Understand? And when we are sincere, then we are guided, you know. When we are sincere, we are guided like this, you see here. The puzzled people who visited Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were actually seeing Lord Krishna. But they were mistaken in thinking that Lord Krishna had come to Kaliya Lake. They all said that they had seen Krishna directly performing his pastime on the hood of the serpent Kaliya and that the jewels on Kaliya's hood were blazingly brilliant. Blazing brilliantly. Because they were speculating with their imperfect knowledge, they saw Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as an ordinary human being and a boatman lied in the lake as Krishna. One must see things as they are through the mercy of a spiritual master. Otherwise, if one tries to see Krishna directly, he may mistake an ordinary man for Krishna or Krishna for an ordinary man. You understand? We must learn how to see God uh, with the help of a bona fide spiritual master. If you go to these crazy, crazy swamis, then they will th- cheat you. Yeah. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is there. Balabhadra, his servant, is there. He is seeing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Understand? Yet he heard. Somewhere there's Krishna in the lake, I want to go and see Krishna. Hey, Krishna is here. <laughs> see how he became bewildered. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself. He said, no, I want to go and see the Krishna in the lake. Hey, this is the scene here. Right? So if you don't get guided by a proper person, Guru, then you will be misled. This is what happening in many, many Hindus. Practically, huh? everybody is so crazy about some Muslim Baba. Huh? Yes, there are so many temples all over India. And big, big puja for him. See? Because they are misguided. They don't know. See? He mistake an ordinary man for Krishna and Krishna for an ordinary man. Everyone has to see Krishna according to the Vedic of the Vedic literature. Presented by a self-realized spiritual master. The Shastra you cannot learn directly by yourself. That's not possible. You, Krishna says, eh, you must go approach a self-realized soul eh, to learn this knowledge. Right? Great. Uh, presented by a self-realized spiritual master, a sincere person is able to see Krishna through the transparent via media of Sri Gurudev, the spiritual master. Unless one is enlightened by knowledge given by the spiritual master, he cannot see things as they are. Even though he remains constantly with the spiritual master, another big thing. You may be constantly with the spiritual master. But if you are not getting the knowledge from the spiritual master, then, see, 
This incident in Kaliyadaha is very instructive for those eager to advance in Krishna consciousness. You see, that means you must go to spiritual master unless one is enlightened by the knowledge given by the spiritual master, it is useless. They all say now this is a big thing they are propagating, leaving spiritual master, leaving spiritual master. What is the idea of this leaving spiritual master? So he can touch your hair and give you asirbat? Huh? What is this asirbat? The real thing is that you go to spiritual master for what? And if you are sitting with him day and night and you got no brains, then what is the use of you sitting with the spiritual master? What? To just massage his leg. Huh? Why? Huh? That's why. The spiritual master means you must get transcendental knowledge. You understand? This is very important. If you are not getting any knowledge, then what's the point? Why you go to the spiritual master? Huh? See, that's why Krishna says here, you must go and get this knowledge. O oh, chastise of the enemy, sacrifice performed in knowledge is better than mere sacrifice of material possession. After all, O oh, son of Prita, all sacrifice of work culminate in transcendental knowledge. Huh? All sacrifice culminate in, you must have knowledge. And Krishna says here, hmm? Tadvidi pranipatena pariprasnena sevaya upadekshyantite jnanam jnanina tattva darshina You must get this, you cannot get this knowledge by yourself. Try to learn this truth by approaching a spiritual master. Inquire from him submissively and render service unto him. The self-realized soul can impart this knowledge onto you because he has seen the truth. You understand? So you cannot get this knowledge by your own. It is not possible. This is not possible. And it is explained in this verse. And this verse is shown many times. Because the person has been covered by ignorance since time immemorial is not capable of fighting his own self-realization. There must be some other personality who is in factual knowledge of the absolute truth and can impart this knowledge to him. So you need to get transcendental knowledge and that can only come from a pure representative of Krishna. Authorized, as Prabhupada said in the purport, there are four sampradayas, correct? Uh, and it must come. te mantra If you go to these unauthorized gurus, they are very smart, you know. They said, if I give you this mantra, you don't tell anybody, you know. If you tell, the mantra will be, becomes important. Can you imagine this kind of tricks they use? So that you, you, you understand? So you, you be a fool. If you speak out, oh, mantra will become useless, you know. So, and then they like this thing. No, no, I got a secret special mantra for my guru. I'm giving you to you specially. And what is the mantra? I'm a dog. I'm a dog. In Sanskrit, I put the word swaham. Swa also means dog, no? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you think I'm a dog. I'm a dog. You're chanting a mantra. What is the mantra? I'm a dog. 
You don't know. You understand? So they are very smart. But you see a real guru. This I have a life, the true story of Ramanuja Acharya. You know, he went to this guru and the guru said, Okay, I'm giving you the mantra. You don't sell this to anybody. If you say, then this mantra is so powerful, you'll go back to garden. But if you tell anyone, then you will go to hell. And Ramanuja ran after getting the mantra from me, he ran straight up to the tower of the temple and he said, Call all the Please come, please come, I'm going to tell you a mantra that if you chant, you will go back to garden. So he started telling, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudeva. Then all the people heard, then the news went to his guru. And guru called him, oh, what, what did you did? I told you, if you tell everybody this mantra, then you go to hell. I want to just say, if everybody go back and I go to hell, what's the loss? And the guru fell at his feet, said, you are actually my guru. You understand? So this is what it means. A mantra must deliver the dependence. You understand? It is not something secret, secret. Of course we have some secret mantras. That Gayatri mantra is given to only to authorized and qualified person. That is there. But generally the mantra is available for everybody. So to help. Just especially this Hare Krishna Mahamantra. This Hare Krishna Mahamantra is for everybody. Yeah? In Kali Yuga, what he says? Huh? This mantra, this Hare Krishna Mantra, Kali Kalmasu, where is that verse? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare. Iti Sodaksha Nam Nam, Kali Kalmasu Nasanam. You understand? You know where it is from? Can you? And not only that, if you study all the Vedas, you cannot find anything better. Yeah? Where? So you see how powerful this mantra is. It is available for everybody. It is not restricted. Because that is the purpose of God. To help everybody. Not to restrict. This is not the purpose. You understand? But the so-called Swamis and Gurus, they try to capitalize on this so-called secret, secret thing and they charge money. A mantra, if you charge money, the mantra has become useless. You cannot sell a mantra. This doesn't make sense. You understand? There's no such thing as selling mantras. It's not some medicine, you know. Even medicine also you shouldn't sell anyway. Knowledge cannot be sold. It's not possible. So therefore, if a person is intelligent, he will be guided properly by the mercy of Krishna. You understand? So he will get this guidance. That's why Krishna says here, If the conditioned soul become Krishna conscious by the mercy of saintly persons who voluntarily preach scriptural injunction and help him to become Krishna conscious, the conditioned soul is liberated from the clutches of Maya who gives who gives him up. Eh? You understand? So this is the process of a real saintly person. 
A real saintly person helps the conditioned soul, right? In fact, there's a verse for them. The saintly persons are said to be para dukkha dukhi. They cannot see others suffering. That is the qualification of a saintly personality. A saintly personality, he cannot, he, he does welfare for everybody. Huh? He does the supreme welfare for everybody. You know, so, The conditioned soul cannot revive his Krishna consciousness by his own effort. But out of curseless mercy, Lord Krishna compiled the Vedic literature and his supplement, the Puranas. Right in Sanskrit, you know. Maya Mukta Jivera Naiswataha Krishna Gyan. Jivere Kripa. Jivere Kripaya Kaila Krishna Veda Puran. So this Veda and Purans are given by Krishna for the deliverance of the condition. That's why Krishna says, we have to go to the self-realized soul and the self-realized soul will teach us about this uh, Veda and Puran. See? Due to the external energy, the living entity, although transcendental to three modes of material nature, thinks himself as a material product and thus undergoes the reaction of material misery. Yeah? He is suffering, the living entity is suffering. Mm. The forgetful conditioned soul is educated by Krishna through the Vedic literature, the realized spiritual master and the super soul. The three persons helping the I am talking about a genuine, uh, uh, sincere, conditioned soul. That's now we discussed already the insincere one, they will be cheated. So he is educated by the Vedic scriptures, the realized spiritual master and the super soul. The Krishna is sitting in the heart. So if you cannot have any brains, Krishna will help inside. So do like this, do like that, do inspiration. Through this he can understand the Supreme Personality of God it is and he can understand that Lord Krishna is the eternal master, deliverer from the clutches of Maya. In this way one can acquire real knowledge of his conditioned life and come to understand how to attain liberation. Okay? So this is how it is guided, you know. This is not speculation, you know, figuring out by your own mental strength. This is all bogus. Huh? The Vedic 
literatures give information about the living entity's eternal relationship with Krishna, which is called Sambandha. The living entity's understanding of his relationship and his acting accordingly is called Abhideya. Returning home back to Godhead is the ultimate of your life and is called Prayujana. So then he understands your relationship, you know. You understand this point? Yeah? The living entity is stuck. You know, he is stuck. How does he get stuck? Hmm? When the soul is under the spell of material nature and false ego, identifying his body as a self, he becomes absorbed in material activities. And by the influence of false ego, he thinks he is the proprietor of everything. This is how the Maya does, you know, to this uncover condition so. So when the false ego comes in, understand? You know what is false ego? Identifying with the body. I am so and so, I am this, I am that. Understand? The moment that comes in, then he gets covered. Then he thinks that I am you know, the boss, you know, I'm, I, it's me, you know, doing everything. So then, see. The conditioned soul therefore transmigrates into different species of life higher and lower, because of his association with the modes of material nature, unless he is relieved of material activities, he has to accept his position because of his faulty work. This is how it goes. Because he identifies, then he has to take, transmigrate from body to body to body to body, sometime higher, sometime lower. It's going on. Understand? Huh? Then, uh, this verse, Arteya avidyamanepi samsitina nirvartate jayato vishayana asya svapnena artak moon. This verse is repeated five times in the Bhagavad Gita. This verse is repeated five times in the Bhagavad Gita. Exact same verse. I will show you something that. Actually, a living entity is transcendental to material existence. Because of his mentality of lording over material nature, his material existential condition does not cease. Just as in dream, he is affected by all sorts of descendants. He is transcendental. The jiva is nothing to do with material. But because of he wants to lord it over, you know, I want this, I want that, I want this, so many things, his material condition does not end. Hey. So, to come out of this mess, it is like a dream, the you know, whole thing is like a crazy dream. So how to come out of a dream? You have to wake up. Correct? How you come out of your crazy dream? You have to wake up, right? That's all. When you wake up, the whole thing is over. Yes or no? Yeah? The example of a dream is very appropriate. Due to different mental condition in dreams, you are put into advantages and disadvantages position. Similarly, the spirit soul has nothing to do with the material nature, but because of his mentality of lording it over, he is put into the position of conditional existence. Conditional existence is described here as Jayato Vishaya Asyam. 
Vishayanasya. Vishaya means an object of enjoyment. As long as one continues to think that he can enjoy material advantages, he is in conditioned life. But as soon as he comes to his senses, he develops the knowledge that is not the enjoyer. For the only enjoyer, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, is the beneficiary of all results, sacrifice and penances, bhuktaram yajya tapasham, and is the proprietor of all the three worlds, lo sarva loka maheshwaram is the actual friend of all living entities. But instead of living proprietorship, enjoyment and the actual position as the friend of all living entities, the Supreme Personality of God, we claim that we are the proprietors, the enjoyers and the friend. We perform philanthropic work thinking that we are the friends of human society. Someone may claim himself to be a very good national worker, but the best friend of the people and of the country. But actually he cannot be the greatest friend of everyone. The only friend is Krishna. We should try to raise the consciousness of the condition to the platform, so to the platform of understanding that Krishna is the actual friend. If one makes friendship with Krishna, he will never be cheated and he will get all help indeed needed. Arousing this consciousness of the conditioned soul is the greatest service, not posing oneself as a great friend of another living entity. The power of friendship is limited. Although one claims to be a friend, he cannot be friend unlimitedly. There are unlimited number of living entities and our resources are limited. Therefore, we cannot be of any real benefit to the people in general. The best service to the people in general is to awaken them to Krishna consciousness so that they may know that the supreme enjoyer, the supreme proprietor and the supreme friend is Krishna. Then, this illusory dream of lording it over material nature will vanish. This is the knowledge that we have to give. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said in simple, Yare Deka Tareka, Krishna Upadesh. You understand? It is not so complicated. And that is what is given by the pure devotee, spiritual master. And Shastra, Veda Puran, yes? Correct? Huh? And Krishna is sitting in the heart. Tesham Satata Yuktanam Bhajantam Pritipurvakam Dadami Buddhi Yogam Tam. I give you the knowledge. So you see how everything is organized. But instead of taking shelter an authorized person, if you go and go to this so-called gurus and what babas, they only be cheated. Huh? Understand? And the cycle of repeated birth and death will carry on. It will be carry on. It'll never end. You understand? It will never end. So therefore, anyone is intelligent, they should get this knowledge. This is why the sadhus were intelligent. Supreme Personality of Godhead said, A a self-realized person who has cultivated spiritual knowledge up to the point of enlightenment, who is free from impersonal speculation, understanding the material universe to be simply illusion, should surrender into me, both that knowledge and the means by which he achieved it. Eh? For learned, self-realized philosophers, I am the only object of worship, the desired goal of life, the means of achieving that goal and the subtle 
conclusion of all knowledge. Indeed, because I am the cause of their happiness and their freedom from unhappiness, such learned souls have no effective purpose or dear object in life except me. That is it. They know. The only thing is Krishna, nothing else. Forget it, nothing will work. Eh? That is the realized soul. He doesn't put his faith in anything else. Hmm? Those who have achieved complete perfection through philosophical and realized knowledge recognize my lotus feet to be the supreme transcendental object. Thus the learned transcendentalist is most dear to me and by his perfect knowledge he maintains me in happiness. This is actually the real thing. You understand? The how? Conclusion. Yeah. There's nothing else. Nothing else can work. Not possible. If you get just a little bit of this, this is the next verse, I quoted this before. Hmm? If you get even little bit, this, that, that perfection is produced by a small fraction of spiritual knowledge, cannot be duplicated by performing austerity, visiting holy places, silent prayers, chanting silent prayers, giving in charity or engaging other pious. Even you go to them and say, this is Sadhu Sangha, what? Lava Mantra, right? You associate with them even little bit and get this little knowledge. So much perfection. Yeah? You try anything else, it's not going to work. You can see here in this verse, spoken by uh, Narada Muni, he sang, and we're going to. Speak this last verse. In this verse, Narada continued. O oh, you who are free from all sinful activity, no one can counteract the effects of fruitive activity simply by magnifying a different activity devoid of Krishna consciousness. All such activity is due to our ignorance. When we have a troublesome dream, we cannot relieve it with a troublesome hallucination. One can counteract a dream only by awakening. Similarly, our material existence is due to our ignorance and illusion. Unless we awaken to Krishna consciousness, we cannot be relieved of such dream. For the ultimate solution to all problems, we must awaken to Krishna consciousness. There is nothing else, nothing can. Uh, there are two kinds of fruitive activity. We place the burden on the head or we can place it on the shoulder. Actually keeping the burden in either place is the same. The transferal, however, is taking place under the name of counteraction. In this connection, Prahlad Maharaj said that fools and rascals in the material world plan so gorgeously for bodily comfort without knowing that such arrangement, even successful, are only Maya. People are working hard day and night for the illusory happiness of the body. This is not a way to achieve happiness. 
one has to get out of material entanglement and return home back to God. That is real happiness. The Vedas therefore enjoin, don't remain in darkness. Tamasima, huh? Jyotir Gama. Go to the light of the spiritual world to counteract the distress of the material body. One has to take on another distress condition. Both situations are only illusion. There is no gain in taking on one trouble to counteract another trouble. The conclusion is that one cannot be perpetually happy as long as one exists in this material world. The only remedy is to get out of this material world altogether and return home back to God. Alright, any questions and comments on these points? There are no questions? Uh, what's that again? Yeah. I showed the verse just now. You didn't see? Huh? So it comes for these three purposes. Paratanaya Sadhunam to save the devotees. Uh, to deliver the pious one, to annihilate the miscreants, and to as well as to re-establish the principles of religion. These are the three purposes he comes. You understand? Yeah, if you want to save the pious, the pious people will all be harassed by the impious. So you have to kill them to save. So one purpose he does all three, you know. Hmm? The fake guru is something No, no, no. Fake guru is increasing the the the, the, the miscreants and he's killing the pious. <laughs> he's doing the other way around. <laughs> and he's establishing adharma. Uh, some kind of wrong doctrine. Uh, just like us, pious ones are getting killed. These crazy gurus, I'm telling you, they are really crazy. Uh, cannot do that because knowledge all everything even to cheat people also Krishna say among the cheaters I am the greatest yeah. even to cheat you have to get knowledge from Krishna no because the whole philosophy is based on Krishna Shiva and all so if I come up and say I am somebody else nobody will accept you because is outside the whole perimeter of the, you know, the Vedic, yeah. you know, uh, scope. So you are something else, you say, who are you? You know, they won't accept. So you have to use, borrow Krishna's name yeah, and fame. Even the, those also doing the same thing, they are 
and Sadguru, Asad Guru. They give him the title Asad Guru. So that's the, that's the conclusion. So if you want unstability, then please go in this direction. Yeah, you become mentally dearranged, you know. I mean, this is nonsense. The whole thing is nonsense. You cannot, you see, this I'm quoting you from the scriptures, correct? There, you follow what that? Buzzards, vultures and heron and crows, then what you become? You become a crow? Ah, no brains. Understand? This is stupidity. Sometimes uh, we are criticized that we use uh, harsh words like Haskell for this kind of people. But these words are even worse. I mean, birds and animals, Swabi, Dwara, Hoskakara, Herons, Crows. Animals, not even Haskell is still human. I think Rascal is a light word. You know, they use, they always use the app word, you know, that's what they need. <laughs> why, why this, uh, this is rascal is lightweight? Understand? These guys are rascals, highs on, they're cheating people, ruining their life, you know, misleaders. This is the worst, the blind leading the blind, they fall into the pitch. Correct? So we should be careful, we should take shelter of a bona fide spiritual master like Prabhupada. And you get real happiness. You get what? Real knowledge. And you get guided properly. Understand? And a real guru will show you what Krishna says. He will not concoct his own mental. Like here, we are giving a class and we are showing. It is not that we are just sitting and calling Alibaba a rascal, calling that guy a rascal, calling everybody a rascal, just because we want to be the real guy. This is not our, our what do we call that, modus operandi. What is the word? Ah. Our whole purpose is to enlighten. Enlighten the snout, say, the snout, Krishna say, Maya, Maya Rajiva, what? That was? Ah. Mukta, he cannot understand, he is in Maya, he is in Maya. So the only way he can understand this, he has Krishna's Jivere Kripaya. For the Jiva's Kripa, Krishna what? Veda. Kaila Krishna Veda Puran. He has given the Vedas and the Puran. So in other words, if you want to get to know, you must go to the Veda and Purans. You understand? And to understand Veda Puran, you cannot just go to buy the bookshop and buy one Veda and one Puran and that's it, you become Veda Puran. What? <laughs> no. You have to go to the person who knows Veda Puran. <laughs> understand? And that means you must come to the devotees, especially a pure devotee. It is not a cheap program, you know. Anybody and everybody can do anything. That doesn't work. Understand or not? And he should teach you. It's not that simply he shows the Veda and Puran and he speaks nonsense. He should show you where in the Veda Puran this is there, this is there, this is here. So you can convince. Because nothing can convince you except the words of 
Krishna. That's why Krishna says, only way you can come out of this Maya is if you hear my absolute knowledge. Correct? And if you are not going to hear the absolute knowledge, then what? how are you going to get purified? You understand? This is a science. Just now I explained to you how the living entity is stuck in Maya. I said, right? That's not the verse. What is that? 327.2, uh, correct? You saw that? The living entity is covered by Maya. Why? By false ego and the three modes of nature. That's it. He cannot come out by his own way. There's no way he can come out. That's not possible. He cannot. This is not possible. You cannot come out of Maya. In any way you try, he cannot come out. That's how Krishna has caught him. You want to come out? Then you have to surrender to me. And you cannot surrender directly. You have to go to my servant. Then you have to hear. Then you have to practice. That's now you read, no? First you what? What is that? First one? Priyojana. Before Priyojana. Sambandha. Uh, Sambandha. You have to get the connection. Then you have to do Abhidhya. Rules and regulation. All you have to follow. Then only finally you get the Priyojana. Goal. So this is a process designed by Krishna. And there is no other way to it. If you think there is another way, then you have to go to these cheaters and robbers and what, what, what guys, all these guys. Only to be cheated. You understand? Anything else? What question is that? At the time of death, if false ego is dominant, what would be next? If false ego is prominent, so according to your false ego, whatever you are thinking of, you will take birth again. Because in Puranjan, his false ego covered him and he was so much attracted to his wife, the next life he became what? A woman. So the false ego covers the consciousness and make him feel attracted to certain, you know, aspects of material body. And that gives him the interest and attraction. He's so much attracted, he's thinking only of his, like Puranjan, his wife. He was thinking how, how nice she was, she, she was actually my what? Uh, best friend, blah, blah, blah. And then next life, became a woman. Right? See, on Bharat Maharaj, he thought of the deer, correct? Oh, the deer is so, so, he taken shelter of me, I cannot give protection, I, I did not do enough pious, pious, pious work. You know, look at the guy, he's completely gone in Maya. You understand? And then he died in the night looking for the deer in the jungle, in the night you go. He fell in the cliff, he died thinking of the deer. Next moment he was born as a deer. Come on, you don't mess around, you understand? You see, this is a science, you don't know. How the I showed one verse, right? How the mind takes you to different, different bodies. I think it's in 11.22 something. Yeah, 11.22 something, I think. Can you take it out for me? How the mind is the one that predetermines how it takes you here, there, everywhere. You know? I think it is in 11.22. 14, is it? 11.22.14, I think. Huh? 20? 
yeah, 37. 11, 22, 37. You see here in this verse, Read the Sanskrit. Sri Bhagavan Vacha Manaha Karma Mayam Nirnam Manaha Karma Mayam Nirnam Indrehe Panchabir Yuktam Loka Lokan Prayate Anye Atmatat Anuvartate Lord Krishna said the material mind of a man is shaped by the reaction of fruitive work. Along with the five senses, it travels from one material body to another. The spirit soul, although different from this mind, follows it. This is how it goes. One body after another body after another. Because of its attachment, covered by false ego. Understand? So this program is very dangerous, you know. If you try to become anything other than Krishna consciousness, you are simply asking for trouble. That's all. You are a fool. You are what? Vimuda. Vimuda Atma. What? A fool. That's all the word inside. Very light word. A fool is very light word. You need a bigger word than that for us. How many times we are doing this program? We're taking body of the body. Never learn. It's still attached. Huh? You understand? This is an illusion. Any more questions? No questions. Huh? What is through you go? What is through you go? Krishna re. Nitya Das, that is the true ego. What is that verse? What, 107? Yeah? 21. 21. 22. 22. 22. 22107 is not this verse. Huh? Come on. I also know a little bit, no? <laughs> Try to cheat me out, it's not that I... Huh? 20. 20. 2107. Wow. Yeah, there. 11. Quoted so many places. It is the living and it is constitutional position to be an eternal servant of Krishna because it is marginal energy of Krishna and manifestation of simultaneously one with and different from the Lord. Like a molecule particle of sunshine and or fire, Krishna has three varieties of energy. So, it is the living and it is constitutional or through ego is to be an eternal servant of Krishna. 
understand swarupa it is not false rupa understand so the real rupa is krishna re nitya das understand right anything else finish all right so we'll stop here getting late thank you very much